1: oh did i almost get a melody out of you will was that almost, almost a melody was that almost was actually, a hum
0: i was actually writing a song <laughs> last night so i guess so
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, y'all just wait keep it up will eventually oh. we are going to get a song out of you vocally <laughs> anyway hi will how are you
0: I am doing pretty good. It's raining over here, so you might pick up some uh some drops in the background, but yeah, uh, it's, it's good,
1: yeah, good, yeah, yeah. it was raining here like for the past three days in Chicago, <sighs> but it's gonna be seventy five in a couple of days, so I'm just holding tight, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> not like I can go out to a cafe, but that's another I subject know. anyway, yes. I know, but we're gonna bring brightness today because we have a shining star with us today. I cannot wait to dig into into this interview because as we always do, we bring amazing people so but before, yeah. I know your genius has something for our guests to learn
0: today. Well, uh music tip for today is basically I was sitting down um going through a bunch of stuff and this basically came from this came from that that process. Uh, of taking take the thing is take notes on your music business, and there's a second part to this. So, um, I day trade, so that's another one of the crazy things that I do. But uh, mm-hmm. on on top of that, what you had as you learn when you're trading that is that you have to take notes on what mm-hmm. you're doing, so you can not make those same dumb mistakes the next time around and uh and those mistakes are real cuz there's money behind it. So, yes. uh this is how you have to run your music business. Um <clears throat> take notes on your music business and then review those notes. But the second step that I was going to mention is actually verbalize uh sort of in a in a narr- narration form um your notes. So, mm. What that does is it sort of connects that information in your brain. It makes you process it. Yeah. And it was helpful for me to actually. uh, So I just you know little bullet points, little notes. But then I actually started to write a narrative about it, and it was like connecting a lot of things. And I just thought that might have been that might be helpful for our listeners to to start to pick up and practice and just test it out and see how it goes. I mean, some people learn differently. And yeah. this might be a good learning modality for you to uh, to really figure out what's going on with your business and how you can improve it.
1: Awesome, yeah. Because what that what that just what you're doing is an example of you know being an audio kind of learning style. So yes. you know we either learn visually or audio or kinesthetically, which means movement. Usually, I mean, we do we learn all of those, but we're usually dominant somewhere. And as musicians surprise surprise right right <laughs> most of our dominus relies within our ear so you're right it it connects you know the learning your brain connects those dots it's a circle it needs to write it needs to see and then it needs to hear and then recitation talking is an even as you know is, is an informer and it also shows that the brain is is really processing so yes you are using that neuroscience neurosynapses yeah. transmissions <laughs>
0: Trying to synapse this together <laughs>
1: Yeah That's Yeah So talking I always talk out loud Anything right, that if, right. if I'm reading something Or whatever If I really need to lock it in Yeah Because Yeah Yeah Good tip Good tip
0: thank you, thank you Thank
1: you Today's podcast Is brought to you by BandZoogle From garage bands To Grammy winners BandZoogle powers the websites For thousands of musicians Around the world Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Banzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch, commission-free, right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team, Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said. Just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code Pod" to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's, again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off
2: the first year.
0: We now have something really good for you all, mm-hmm.
2: which is
0: a close friend of mine who we've performed many times together and if you have not seen her perform or heard her, you are definitely missing mm-hmm. and uh missing out because um she just puts on uh no i mean just in terms of- performance wise um it's it's hard to to uh to quantify but when she she performs she has this energy and it's it just really comes across in the in the music. And then on the other side, as a musician, she's just always together and professional. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. was my first gig. i always remember my first gig uh, was with her was she showed up, brought her own mic, brought her own amp, and mic stand and chord and was ready to rock and roll. And I was like, wow, that's <laughs> how it should be. <laughs> yes. This is... Uh, a musician's vocalist. So, without further ado, Miss Lori Williams.
2: Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> welcome. Yes,
1: you know you've told that story, Will, about how you, a professional, uh, this is like this vocalist. Man, she came so ready. So, you have already been introduced to us <laughs> to our <laughs> our oh. audience in a past <laughs> podcast. So, welcome. that was
2: so many years ago, Will. So many, many, many moons ago, right? And uh, well, I, uh, mm-hmm. the blessing is I don't have to do that as much nowadays, but
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right.
2: I'm, but I'm grateful for the beginning.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember the gig. It was uh Karibu bookstore.
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yes. You remember that? Yep. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. That was many wow. moons. Yeah. Fun times.
1: Well, it's funny you just said you don't have to worry about that as much now. And I hope that people picked up on that um, because that means you have journeyed and you have, um, you have gone from those humble beginnings to, you know, something on a, on a, on a bigger, in a bigger space. Right. So we would love for you to um, share with us just who you are as, a, as an artist and, and kind of your background and what kind of got you to where you are.
2: Well, okay, the background starts uh, really when I was a young girl singing in the church at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. in uh, the Children's Choir. That's kind of where the, the the bug hit. And then, of course, my parents heard me sing uh, at school. And then, of course, I grew up a little bit and went to Hampton University and fell in love with jazz. And uh, from there, uh, my gosh, it's taken me all over the world from uh, I have to give credit to two amazing professors because that's always what you need to do is to give mm-hmm. thanks to those people who've nurtured you. And so, Dr. Effie Gardner and Bob Ransom were two professors who were like mom and pops to me when my mom and dad were not there, you know. And they mm-hmm. helped me to be able to appreciate jazz, understand um, history of it, and be able to grow and, and take chances. And I think with improvisation, that's really what it is—it's taking chances. So they allowed me to figure out who I was as a young a young teen, almost young woman, and then from there, um, I graduated, and uh, the job market took me to uh, back home to DC, and I worked at Dimensions Unlimited, and then I moved overseas and did a stint in Japan for a minute, and uh, that was another moon, <laughs> and uh, then I came <laughs> back home and connected with a group called Collaboration, and from there, um, they gave me my first DC kind of gig, and um, you know I've just been grinding ever since. Wow,
1: wow, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> so this has always been a bug for you. Like this was, this from, from childhood, was there ever a time where you were like, ah, eh, you know, early yeah. on where it's like, no, nah, I don't know if I want to do music. No, or no, no, no.
2: I'll, I've always wanted to sing since I was little, you know, and, and, and it's really true standing in the mirror with the, the hairbrush. I mean, that whole thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah. always wanted to be on stage and I've always loved looking at performers on television or live shows and uh, gleaning from them. And, and I've been blessed to meet some great people and um, in a sense, uh, been a mentor to some as well in, in education, uh, in music, as a teacher and uh, and and now running my my nonprofit
0: so mm. yeah you Gotta you have a, a long yeah. history of doing that of of educating others and um we we're, we're going to uh have that as a whole different uh segment we're going to talk about that in a second but um get get the uh get back to um, cuz this is a part that I don't really have a whole lot of knowledge about about your back backstory history Mm-hmm. Uh, Dimensions Unlimited. How, did, how oh, wow. did that happen?
2: Bill Washington was looking for an administrative assistant. And I called up for the job. He asked me at the time, God rest his soul, he asked me to come to the office. And it was like about 7.38. And my father at the time, God rest his soul, said, why are you going to an interview at eight something at night? <laughs> and I And I said, well, You know, Poppy, this is a concert promotions organization, and they do a lot of events late at night. And sure enough, he was preparing, I think it was Jody Watley or something. He was putting Jody Mm Watley on it at Constitution Hall. And they were working really hard in the office, he, Alicia, and Larry. And um, in between calls, I I got the interview, and uh, I got the job. And Mm -hmm. then I worked for him uh, for about a year and a half, and then I went to Capitol Records, which was based in Laurel, Maryland,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh yeah, I know capital. So you had a lot of uh, training basically, in what the music business was about, and you had to basically show up as a professional and exactly and, and the, you had high expectations for you, so this yeah, it's this very that...
2: interesting because i I had never heard of a writer, all of those types of things. I mean, little things mm-hmm. that we know now are very important as um artists that's Mm -hmm. bill was the one who gave me that
0: uh that training right Mm. wow that's key yeah yeah
1: yeah, no it's and and i don't know how much we you know for those of you if this is your first time you know hearing or getting to know Lori Lori's an an insane we kind of skipped this but an insane (laughs) singer like amazing (laughs) like a, a really beautiful i mean just beautiful voice very um you know, very soulful but yet very present. Like not, I, I'm always into singers who don't do a lot of tricks with their voices where they just let you sit in the middle of it. And I, mm. I think that's, I think that, you know, Lori does an impeccable job of giving you the song and letting you like just sit in it and, and hold on to it um, which is amazing. But on the, on the other side of this, when you're talking about the business, which is obviously why we do this podcast, um, you were doing these other kind of you know, jobs and learning kind of the background. At what point were you like, okay, I'm going to take this to like a whole other level. Cause I wow. think you, at this point you're at a whole other level. You're not just, like you said, just kind of peering. And was there something that happened that made you decide? Yeah. No, this, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, for me, uh, teaching in DC public schools for close to 25 years was, uh, it has, has its ups and downs. I mean, you know, I had a lot of accolades as an award winning teacher. Thank God, and I had some incredible, incredible students who were extremely talented, and um, they didn't know what those talents were, and it was a matter of me just encouraging. I didn't give them their talent; it was just me nurturing and saying, "Hey, try to try to bring it out of them." But after mm-hmm. a while, you know, I got some calls uh, to perform overseas. And, um, and it was during the school year <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, and that became, that became a conflict a lot because, you know, it's, I'm a, I'm a single mom. Um, at the time, mm-hmm. let's say when I first started out doing this, my daughter was in middle school probably. And, uh, yeah, probably middle going to high school. And now she's almost 28 working on her doctorate. So, uh, wow. you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time. And now my, thank you. And my son is almost. 13 and going to the eighth grade. So, you know, I've been juggling uh, professional work as an artist, mentor, <laughs> teacher. I don't really know if I, if, I, if I liked the idea of being called a teacher because I really felt that I was more of an aunt to a lot of these students than anything mm-hmm. because they came to me with gifts and I was just there to nurture. That was pretty much it. And that's, that's really what I did in my whole career as an educator. But you know, after a while, um, I got to a point where I said, "I really want to try my hand and and trust God and and uh, and see if it's going to happen." And that happened for me when I uh, left DC Public Schools in 2019.
1: Yep. Oh, this is so. This is very recent. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very recent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's about faith because you know, especially um, I've had some incredible gigs since leaving. Did the Riviera Maya Jazz Festival, did Capital Jazz Cruise, and some other gigs here and there, um, which have taken me all over the world. Poisdorf Jazz and Wine Festival in in Europe, and um, and I've had some annual tours. But then, of course, we have this international pandemic that has occurred that has kind of put us all on pause. I wouldn't say we're on, you know, we're we're stopped, but we're on pause. And for me, it's about reflection and how can I reach an audience with this new norm that we're looking at.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll step into that because that's actually a, a very uh, um, key conversation I have about what people are doing now to plan. And we had um, Shauna on for our last uh, podcast and she had some really great insights. Um, But stepping back, uh, I just want the audience to know that um, she, yes, she's an award-winning educator and she (laughs) said that she was just nurturing. This, this woman was like giving her life (laughs) to these children. (laughs) Um, She, I mean, she was like there like like more probably than some of their parents were <laughs> uh so I, yeah she she was uh, taking them to performances showing I mean you can just check her facebook page and you'll see all the gigs that she was doing with the kids so uh she was directing a choir and you what what was the the gig with choir director or I don't know what your your job was over at the school. Oh my
2: god, I was the um, at one point I was head of the music department, and then right, I uh, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. I ended up being the director of vocal music at the school right. because I was yeah. the only you know they had uh, at one time three instrumental teachers and one vocal teacher, so I was uh, responsible for a choir that started off with a number of six when I got there, and it ended up being one hundred and sixty
1: close
0: to wow oh wow yeah you see folks (laughs) that's Ah. what it takes uh she she, (laughs) like i said um and and this is just indicative of who she is and it should give you a, a scope of what you need to do to to really get to that that level uh you just have to put the the time in put your energy in and put the love in And, and that's, that's pretty much what, you know, the, the blueprint is. Right. The love (laughs) is the key
2: because Mm -hmm. these kids, these kids need uh, the love and a lot of the students that I had for whatever reason were not receiving it. And uh, Mm -hmm. so my room became, my room became the safe Haven. And so I had students who were not singers and I had students who were phenomenal singers. And I mean, I had the, the full gamut of, you know, whoever walked through those doors and they just needed a safe place and i said okay we're going to put you in the alto section put you in the tenor section and 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 it and it, and it, be, it became a family of uh, students and i even today i i got some messages from some students who i had so i i love the fact that we still are connected mm. awesome yeah awesome
1: now yeah. teaching is 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 such a critical i mean that mentorship and and at that age it's i mean it's teaching but it's the like it, it's the mentorship i mean i i remember my music teachers like the back of my hand, like really, really, really clearly. And I still, those are the teachers that I still stay in touch with. And, you know, know I want to, I want to really... add
2: this if I may, um, you know, mm-hmm. I had wonderful experiences of course with my parents because they had um, great music backgrounds and and were wonderful uh, vocalists in their own right. But as uh, in the school environment uh, at the time I had a very strict music teacher who was very, very good at what she did But I didn't Mm -hmm. really uh, enjoy the way she interacted with her students. And for me, I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, I never thought I would be a music teacher. I never thought that at all. And when I became that, I said I wanted to be something different from what I recall as a teen. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. I didn't want them to have that same experience. I wanted them to always appreciate and love music because I was actually told by my teacher that I wouldn't be successful. Mm -hmm. and 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 when we when we share negativity with young people it sticks and and a lot of things i do even today i have her voice in my head which i you know i choose to try to to live in a way that is not that i want to be able to Mm -hmm. prove Mm -hmm. her wrong in a sense you know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
1: -hmm. well that's good that you bring up the the opposite side because it can you know either way it influences you it sticks with you Correct and yeah, and I've I've had those music teachers. Yeah, that were, I mean, I think it's just I don't know. If it, I mean, you are breaking the norm because I think <laughs> I think the majority of a lot of music instructors can be incredibly you know rigid and strict and you know so forth. Um, at the same time, you know, I, I had kind of a mixed bag of that, but it it influences you either way. And I'm glad you brought that up because as singers, I think particularly, I mean, any musician, but as singers. Because I think we already, there's so much that's going through our head as we're Mm -hmm. navigating performance. Um, And that psychological piece can really, can really, I think, mess singers up in taking these kind of leaps. Yeah. Yeah. And bounds. So, yeah.
2: Right. And at that time, you know, we're dealing, no, no, we're dealing with a whole lot Mm -hmm. as teens or, you know, we were, and our teens are dealing with image, self-image and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and connectivity with each other, their peers and, you know, it's a, the mm-hmm. social, uh, you know, acceptance and a whole lot, you know. And nowadays it's so many other things that they're they're faced with. And um, yeah. we just want to make sure that, that that space is a safe space. And so that's why for me, I uh, put together Positive Music for Positive Minds, which I'm hoping uh, will get a chance to to flourish in 2021 after all of this is over.
1: Yeah.
0: So let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that yeah, let's that's a perfect segue. Let's go into positive yeah. music for positive minds. give Give us the scope of that, the concept and and where you are now as an artist.
2: Well, uh, with positive music for positive Minds, I'm hoping that your listeners will get a chance to check out my website, which is positivemusic pm dot and uh, we're a nonprofit organization hoping to go into schools to teach students about the importance and essence of jazz and lyrical content because a lot of our young people are listening to music today with no understanding of what they're actually absorbing in their psyche or in their spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is not a religious organization, but it's just an, an, an organization that would hope that the students would take an opportunity to stop and listen and reflect and really take notice to who they're supporting artistically and does that define who they are and give them a voice to speak as to why they're listening to it. It's not always to say, stop. It's, it's a, you know, I can be educated just as much as they can. So it's a way for mm-hmm. us to be able to bridge the gap between my generation, our generation and the young people and to find out what it is that they, they they seek and how can we influence and, and build them up and, and nurture and encourage them as they grow.
0: Awesome. That's awesome.
1: I, I, Thank you. I, so necessary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause I think, I mean, not just young people, I just think people that the value of lyric has shifted mm. so much and, and storytelling in music. That's right.
2: That's um, right.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I think jazz is that still that space that if you don't have that story vocally, it, it almost is, you might as well not do it. It's it still kind of demands that. Exactly. Um, but I think there's so many other genres that, that don't. And, um, you know, I, I had just taken this workshop. I was telling Will, I just took a workshop with Gretchen Parlato, who's also a jazz vocalist. Right. And she was talking about how there's kind of these three areas that we need to think about as singers or consider or understand is kind of happening. And so we have the technical, so that's all, you know, yes, what we learn in terms of breath work and phrasing and, you know, pitch, all those things um, Mm -hmm. that we consider. But then there's the emotional, and it's in the storytelling, it's in the lyric that Absolutely. allows you to push right that. And then the last layer, she said, is the spiritual, which is where the magic really kind of mm-hmm. happens, where you don't just, really have right. the control. It just mm-hmm. kind of shows up. And right. I loved that because I'm like, you know, if we could, as singers, think about it that way that and, and not get too heavy in one Dimension of that, recognize maybe where we tend to lie, you know, because we right. all have a preference where we lie, but understand that there's these other spaces. So I love the idea of having a, an organization really teaching and and pushing that, and yeah, I love that.
2: And with the organization, I would be partnering with musicians like I've done in the past. So of course, expect a, a call <laughs> when we do some <laughs> okay. when we do some sure. things in the in the DC yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. And Will, I, you actually participated in one years ago. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Mm, mm, refresh my memory. <laughs> it was <laughs> I'm trying to remember. It was
2: one of, it was one of the pilot programs that I did uh, partnering with the Wolf Trap Foundation and you came to Woodrow Wilson High School. It was a panel on the stage. You recall that? I think oh, Chuck yeah. Brown might have been there. That yes. was the very that was the very first positive music for wow. positive minds. Yeah. Wow.
1: It's <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> I didn't so even know what I'm glad. I was. Will. you're part yeah, of it. You
2: history. were there
0: well see <laughs> you, uh, that's that's beautiful yeah that's yeah. that's the uh, that's the simpatico I mean we've always been on the same energy vibration anyway so
2: exactly
0: you know this is that's just and this goes in hand with it so but yeah that's uh what what are you doing uh, musically? at this point i'm
2: I'm working on cd number six i'm so excited i cannot tell you the name or the songs (laughs) but oh my gosh Uh, i'm really 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 excited about this project and i'm partnering with some Mm. other people with their projects but i mean for me to say cd number six is i mean yeah right i'm i'm absolutely thrilled and um it's produced by bob baldwin and uh Mm -hmm. looking forward to releasing it hopefully you know Prayers and fingers across toes knot and all that kind of good stuff hopefully in the in the in the fall because we've been on hold uh, with everything that's happening our musicians are all over the, the country and uh, mm. you know it's it's about shipping out you do this and then coming back and it's mm-hmm. it's a different way of doing things right now so I'd like it to be where we were all in one room but it doesn't lend itself to that right
0: now yeah can you tell us yeah. who's on it?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I can, uh, right now, I can just tell you that uh, Bob Baldwin is playing uh, keyboard. Um, I'm doing a one or two songs with collaboration, which is pretty exciting. Okay, And so, you know, those guys, that would be Kenny Dickerson, Tracy Cutler and Mark Russell. And well, no, actually, um, Bob Baldwin is is playing piano. Oh, Bob, that's right. right right. Bob's playing
0: piano. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Bob's playing piano on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Glenn left to do some independent work and work with other artists. And so, uh, okay. Bob stepped in and is producing their project. So that's awesome. exciting. Yeah. And um, hopefully that'll, that'll show itself to fruition as well. But um, yeah, I, Right now, it's it's a project that's very similar to what we did with Out of the Box, which was my fourth CD where Bob did all of the instrumentation and then called mm-hmm. in special people to come in like Dave Dyson came in and did a tune. And then he okay. had uh, Tony Lewis and he came in and did one and Dave Anderson. You know, so it's, it, it's going to lend itself to the same thing. Gotcha. Nice. 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 Yeah.
1: So, how are you coping? Obviously, this is a time since we're in this whole pandemic and shutdown. We've been talking to our guests. We've always kind of been taking a moment about this. How, how it, it sounds like you're still able to work, and although it's in a different kind of way, you're you know you're still being able to kind of chip away at that. But more, I guess, psychologically, or you know, how how are you coping, and w- what are you feeling during
2: this time as wow. an artist? Well, you know, as far as the work goes. I am working. It's just, uh, there's no income <laughs> that's coming in from yeah. it because as a, as an independent artist, you know, we're the ones, we put the, the music together and hope that there's an audience that will come in here or pay for our music and support. So I'm, I'm of the mindset where I have got to put some product out and hope that streaming will be, uh, the form of income for me. And that's kind of where my mindset is right now. Um, it's been a tough, I've had my days where I've, you know, I've, I've closed the door and had my cry. Uh, the yeah. stimulus check, the stimulus check came in. I got the letter to with someone's signature and I'm trying my best to, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best to just not be overwhelmed with it all because it is such, right. we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to, I'm prayerful that um, our, our, support base. Our, our listeners will come to a place where they'll want to support live music again and want to be mm-hmm. in an area where they'll want to go to a jazz festival or want to, you know, come out and hear at, at a jazz club or something to that effect. I'm, I'm hoping and praying that that'll happen. And I'm also hoping for us to be safe and uh, that there'll be a, cu- a cure. So coping, I'm, yeah. I've been spending my days. As a matter of fact, my son just got off of a Zoom call with his teacher just now. So I've been supervising. I feel like I'm a principal at the house now. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah. um, I'm, a, I'm assisting with uh, his academics right now to ensure that he stays on point and knocks those A's out, you know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, I packed up my home in Maryland uh, and mm-hmm. relocated to Georgia. And that's, oh, wow. all. this has been t- a really interesting time. So, you oh, know, you mean the- during
1: this time, you've moved to a whole nother state.
2: Well, I had already been down there, but I had to, you know, put the house up on for, you know, rent and things yeah. like that. So had to get the things out.
0: <laughs> so it's yeah. been,
2: it, it's been interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a lot. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. you
2: know, I, I was sharing with someone else and I know we're going to be, I'm going to make it really brief. We are scheduled to have a, sh- a show at Blues Alley on May 23rd, and Bob is supposed to be there May 24th. It's still up on the calendar, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. They haven't canceled the May shows, and I think it's because maybe D.C. is considering reopening. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think May is going to be an interesting month. I think right. that there will be more shifts. I mean, I'm in Chicago, and Chicago, the, the governor already said, nope, you're locked down to May 31st, but I think, mm. honestly— um, well, cause Chicago was, was considered kind of a hotspot, but they've actually done a very good job in their numbers. And so now right. we're not a part of that top five or whatever. So, um, but you know, so I, but I do think that May is going to become that month of, okay, let's test the waters. And
2: scary. So, that's you know, the scary time. I, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the Guinea pig testing, but you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the question is like, am I Canary willing to Nicole, be the Mai. Guinea pig? Right. But, you know, I just I know so many people who love music so much and I, you know, yes, I think this is a I really think it's a pause button, but I do think that we, you know, yes, there will be more than just attending. You know, the live stream life I think has made its mark. Um and I'm curious to know what are your thoughts about live streaming? And we just like uh Will mentioned, we had Shauna Tucker um, on our last podcast episode, talking about how to be more successful with that, given that is a lot of how artists are getting themselves out. How how are you feeling about that?
2: You know, I would love to be able to do that. My thought is the monetization of it all. I want to make sure that one royalties are are taken care of <laughs> and um, yeah. that we're and that we're playing our original music. And if you're not, then you're giving credit to those people whose music you're playing. And I think that Mm -hmm. there are times when that is not happening. And I don't, I don't know if there's any kind of safeguarding for that, but I'm enjoying a lot of the shows that I've been watching. Um, What I have been enjoying are reruns of of performances. Matter of fact, I saw Burke's jazz festival did one where I was singing background and i Hadn't seen it, so I, (laughs) so I, so (laughs) I was able to be an audience member looking at a concert. You know, so that was a cool experience. But I would love to figure that out. Um, I was wondering if there are maybe there's some um, studios that are out that would enact the safe rules, of course, keeping our distance, but yet allowing Mm -hmm. musicians to come in and perform and have the concerts put up. You know, I think that's a great opportunity, but. If we're just, mm-hmm. um, ignoring, you know, the, the, you know, how do I sing with a mask on or how do I say, you know, that, <laughs> you know, right. there's so many, there's right. so many things to think about that I'm just, um, I think that there's some good things and then there's some things that we need to consider. And then we really don't know all there is to know about, uh, the disease that's out there. And, you know, I just want to be, I want us all to be safe, but I think that it's great. I think that if I could, um, figure out how to get in it. Trust me, I'll jump on it just like everybody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's nothing like seeing Lori live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she
2: has,
0: she has all the marks. She's, but you know what? Uh, she Will, has the technical, it, she it has so the sweet. emotional, and she definitely has the spiritual.
2: But, you know, I was thinking I had I had a a friend of mine tell me, I think it might have been Kenny who said, you know, whether it's, you know, two people in the audience or 2000, you have to really perform. And I am hoping that I can be able to um, really remember that if it's just two people in the audience, because I want to be able to really, you know, I want to give a show that's going to be indicative of of uh, my heart. And, you know, right now, I think a lot of us are feeling a little downcast because you know mm-hmm. we haven't mm-hmm. you know we're, we're not people are afraid to walk in front of someone and, and people you know I went to the mailbox the other day and someone was going to the mailbox at the same time and mm. they it's just people are afraid <laughs> and that yeah. that yeah. that that fear is uh, something that I'm hoping that we will not carry with us into the the new year right yeah
1: yeah yeah, and we have to start on that now. I think Will and I are gonna to have to do an impromptu uh, episode just talking a bit about fear, because you're right. I think psychologically, mm-hmm. I mean the virus will be well gone and whatever, but psychologically that that trauma, this is trauma, honestly. It's extremely
2: yeah. Do we do we send yeah. our, our do we send our children back to school and do we feel safe right. having them on, on a school bus? Do we get on the airplanes and fly when we know that they're so contained and that air is continuing to circulate? Do we do the cruises again trust me I want to do it again <laughs> but you know <laughs> right you know, it's right. like you know yeah. we, we've got we've got to take care of ourselves and I think the good thing about all of this and coping is um is I've cooked a lot more than I've done in a long time <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think yeah
0: all of us have done that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's the good thing so I and, and which pizza. honestly.
1: Which thing. I wonder, like, what's happening to the health marks? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're controlling your own ingredients, which means you know you should you should be taking in a little bit less, you know, uh, calories and fat. I mean, so really, it should be a cleaner. Even if you're not, you know, making vegan or vegetarian or whatever, it's right. just you're in more control of your ingredients and what's happening. And so, and it's it's a more whole food type of so. You know, there are a lot of silver linings in it. I'm with you all the way, though, in that, you know, the fear situation. And, you know, yes, I've never had the opportunity to see you perform live, so... I will go uh, to a show. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
2: Thank you. I got, I got to figure out how to get to Chicago. That'll be the next thing.
1: I know. Uh-huh. I know. So. Yeah. You all, wow. you all
0: definitely got to connect and, you know, do some singing yeah. together. That would be awesome.
1: Awesome. But, uh, yeah. She's got an amazing. Yeah. I love, I love what I've heard. So. Well, Thanks. if you could share, you've got a new project on the way. And yes, we are all keeping our fingers crossed and our hearts open that this you know will be able to be released in in the way that you you know that you're hoping for it to be released. In the meantime, we want to make sure that our listeners are watching you and, and following you on social media. So how how can they how can they do that?
2: Well, my website is lorijazz.com. That's dot com. I mentioned my business website positivemusicpm.org. I'm on Twitter Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, uh, you, Instagram, <laughs> you name it. I'm on it. And so just do a search for Lori Williams or Lori Jazz and you'll find me. And uh, my YouTube channel is at Lori Jazz 22. Awesome.
1: Awesome. We will include and that also. Shout,
0: shout out to her photographer because she has awesome pics. Uh, <laughs> you does. She just, you know, she just I, looks I, like... <laughs> No, uh, he, I mean he, my my wife says I I, I can't I, is that Lori in your series. wife your wife is
2: gorgeous <laughs> your wife is absolutely gorgeous yeah 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 uh, so but uh, what Roy does is uh, he he takes you into a moment where you become Cinderella and you go mm-hmm. in one way and step out this mm-hmm. person and that's the alter ego
1: <laughs> I love that I love that you walk in you become Cinderella now that's yeah, your images are amazing. I Thank you. I don't know if we have time. Will I forgot I wanted to ask cuz you talked about being a mom. Just real quick cuz you know, I'm a mom sure. trying to juggle all this. Do we have like a minute will that yeah, I can we got, just we got a minute ask her for how that. she juggles? Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah, how are you how have you been able to to juggle that? That's a lot of I got a lot of moms out here who want to be singers and don't no. Yeah, I took. I took, <laughs> I took to the.
2: It. Yeah, I took the the leap of faith of you know supporting, having support from um, at the time when my daughter was younger, my mom and my dad were still alive and they were very helpful. And then as uh, my son uh, is growing up, I had my daughter who was a teenager and she was able to help out when I was doing gigs. But uh, I had a really great, great sitter who I trusted, who I've known since she was a baby, and now she's in her late thirties. And she's been incredible. So um, it's about the village working around and helping support. And my sister Robin, when I did the cruise in January, um, I flew my sister up to stay at home with my son. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, that was, that mm-hmm. was a way that I was able to, to do that. So it's just uh, yeah. reaching out to, and having support. And I, I thought to myself, do I do it or do I just not? And I, if the opportunity presents itself, that's so good. And it's such a blessing and I, a lot of these are unexpected blessings. I couldn't say no to them. And I was just grateful that my mm-hmm. my children supported me in what I was doing.
0: And I'm going to add to awesome. that, that mm-hmm. she she trained and raised her kids well. Ah, oh, thank you. And they're very respectful. <laughs> and Absolutely. she would bring them to the gigs. And that's yeah, you why you can bring them to the gigs, because yeah. they were very respectful and quiet. and
2: <laughs> They appreciate and the, <laughs> the music.
0: And exactly. I should give a quick
2: shout out. My daughter also is a performer. And like I said, she's working on her doctorate in English, but her stage name is Lava High, L-A-V-A-H-I. And she's got videos on YouTube and she's got a project that she's working on as well. So she's incredible. So, and my son is just phenomenal. Awesome. So I've got, I got a shout out to my, yeah. my, my two babies.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's so, I, yep. The more you can integrate them in the process. Yeah. It, it's, it's their normalcy. So right. yeah, right. I think that's. Well, thank you for that. This has been lovely. And um, yeah, you guys make sure you tune in. I'm telling you, she's got this this just sultry alto. This just, ah, it's butter. <laughs> it's butter, butter, butter. So make sure you check out her music and we'll have her links. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll have her links on our, our show notes. And thank you, Will, for, you know, hey. Will's been talking about, we got to get Lori on this show. I'm like, I Yay. know, I know.
2: So yeah. <laughs> Yep. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate you pauses both.
1: Pauses. Thank you so much. Thank you so
0: much. Mm, no problem. For sure. For sure. For sure. All, all right, right, well Ooh, That's yeah, that we uh, episode for the week.
1: It's another wrap, and uh, we will continue through it all. We got another one for you next week. So you guys stay safe and healthy, and and uh, try to let go of the fear. <laughs> be
0: encouraged.
1: <laughs> we, got, we got things we got to do. Yeah. So be encouraged. We don't
2: want to. We don't know what
0: fear. the future holds, but we know who holds the future.
2: Come on! All
1: right, come on now, Will. I
0: yeah, he, always ends with a. My, my father's uh, a minister. Your father, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, great influence.
2: <laughs> oh, awesome. awesome. We'll make it. All Thank right.
0: you. Right, Take care. Bye.
2: Okay, bye. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3MBpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at
0: 3MBpodcast at gmail.com.